0: Ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Wall of Power Radio War. This is your host, Paul Metza. Tonight we are featuring a legendary DJ and a man whose work I have been a fan of for over two decades. John Bushy is a Dylanologist, an expert in all things Bob Dylan, a professional magician, a collector, historian, and an elementary school teacher. For 25 years, he has hosted a great radio show called Highway 61 Revisited on KUMD Radio on the campus of the University of Minnesota in Duluth, which of course Morris is Bob Dylan's birthplace. His radio show usually features live and recorded Dylan music you probably won't hear anywhere else. The weekly shows are often of thematic, covering Dylan-related themes that burst forth from Bushy's heart and head. And his hourly show weaves a hypnotic spell upon its listeners and fans. And with the advent of the internet, He has folks listening from all over the world. I traveled up to New Minnesota a couple of weeks ago so I could chat with the man himself. Spent several hours with this most gracious, humble, and brilliant human being. So turn up your radio and listen to what John, who calls himself an abstract expressionist of the radio, has to say. John, it's really an honor uh, to be chatting with you today on the Wall of Power Radio Hour. We've crossed paths many, many times over the years, Paul. It's
1: always an honor to uh, get together with you under any circumstances.
0: Well, you know, John, and actually when we do get together outside of the studio, it's always for something fun. Oh, yeah, yeah. I I run into you at uh, at Bob Dylan concerts, I think
1: I run into you down at at various gigs you played here in Duluth, uh, you know, down in the Twin Cities, uh, some of the Salute to the Musics of Bob Dylan,
0: which you, by the way, started. Yes, in 2001, thanks for bringing that up with, uh, uh, it was Bob Dylan's 60th. Uh, birthday, and so yeah, we we had a big shindig at First Avenue. Had forty bands on two stages between the main stage and Seventh Street Entry. Everybody's playing a Dylan song. If you wore uh, dressed as a Dylan lyric or song, you got in for free. We sold out the place. We had about twelve hundred people there. But I think the beautiful thing that's kept us kind of in contact since then has been that was the first time that the band from Blood on the Tracks had played together since recording with Bob Dylan in 1974 in Min- that uh, December in Minneapolis. Right. And uh, I know that uh, one of the
1: guitar players, Kevin Odegaard, uh, we are currently celebrating the 25th fifth. I can't believe it. I never thought this show would last uh, three months, let alone 25 years. Kevin Odegaard just sent me a beautiful autograph book of, of the book he wrote on those sessions uh, to have for part of the silent auction on the celebration they're going to have on my show.
0: And that uh, the book, John's talking about a simple twist of faith that Kevin Odegaard wrote with Andy Gill. Yes, there's a great musical celebration in honor of my guest, Mr. John Bushy. In Duluth, the Zenith City on Saturday, October 15th, 2016, 8 p.m. to midnight at the Rex Bar at the Fitker's Complex, 600 East Superior Street. Tickets are only 10 bucks, and you can buy them in advance if you go to eventbrite.com and uh, go to johnbuscheselebration.eventbrite.com. So this is going to be uh, in honor of your 25th show. Do you remember your very first show? I do,
1: and an old friend of yours and mine, Mr. John Ziegler. Yes. John Ziegler approached me, and he said to me, I want you to do a radio show on Bob Dylan, because I was always down at Carlson Bookstore, always trying to find, and I kept saying, how many albums did this guy release, this Bob Dylan? I just kept finding more and more, and I said, well, I'll supply the material, but you do the show. He said, no, we want your Expertise, because I was also, uh, as you know, Paul collecting the the unofficial recordings. Uh, right. You know some of the field recordings and uh, and things. And anyway, John finally convinced me to come up here, and I think it was October fifth of nineteen ninety one. I started. Wow. And Time I'm flies. still going. It sure does.
0: Let's talk a little bit about KUMD and John Ziegler, one of the greatest DJs I've ever heard. Uh, but tell us about when did KUMD get started? You know, they, they, uh, boy, you know, that's a good question. They held their, their,
1: just held their 50th uh, anniversary celebration. Uh, They've been around a long time. They've won many, many, many awards. Their, Their programming is very unique uh you know with every all the the non top 40 type you know we have blues shows and we have used to air the grateful dead hour and we have the world cafe and shows like mine which are are you know produced uh all under uh you know by volunteers right uh, women
0: folks yep, on right now
1: right and as uh, we tape this. yep yep and it's just a, a very unique station that a lot of people really seem to enjoy and i guess i am uh, i started at the same time the world
0: cafe. Cafe started. Wow. Out of Philadelphia, for those of you that, uh, because it, we can't get it in Minneapolis unless you stream it. Uh, we don't get the World Cafe with David Dye, but another long-running great show, uh, WXPN, I believe, in Philadelphia. You can probably go to uh, worldcafe.com and, and uh, listen to it and podcast. Speaking of podcasts, John, did you start archiving your show uh at some point over the last 25 years? Well, I have like the first 20 shows on
1: cassette. Okay. And I, I don't know, for whatever posterity, I saved those. And then we went to reel-to-reel, and they were erased many times, you know, to get another reel-to-reel tape to right. tape it onto. Uh, then we went to DAT, and they saved a few of those, so they had some backup shows. And eventually now, it's all digital. You just record it in the computer, and I think we have them back to 2008.
0: Yes, it's like uh, those stories about how they would uh, tape over episodes of uh, the Ed Sullivan Show for the Bob Newhart Show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, John, what uh, you started to get really interested in all of the discography of Bob Dylan, but do you remember the first time you heard a Bob Dylan song? I do. It was on a spring break trip in college to
1: Big Bend National Park, uh, Big Bend National Park in Texas. And we were down there and and that's where I first discovered both the Beatles and Bob Dylan. And somebody had said, oh, this Bob Dylan guy is from Duluth. And it was greatest hits. And the one that uh, the, the, eventually the song that really got me was "She Belongs to Me." Hmm. And something about that that song it just grabbed me, and I was instantly a Bob Dylan fan. And I started, like many things in my life, I started going overboard and trying to get everything I could
0: get. Well, the, one of the but my favorite Dylan tune. She's got everything she needs. She's an artist. She don't look back. Absolutely. In fact, I wonder did they if I wonder if they got the title for "Don't Look Back" from that line. Yeah, I don't know. It just crossed my mind. We've got John on, longtime DJ on the Dylan-centric show, Highway 61 Revisited, that has been on KUMD in Duluth for 25 years. They're having a celebration for John coming up. Now, John, I've got to ask you, how old were you when you were in Big Ben then? what What year was that?
1: Oh, God, I must have been about,
0: uh, you know,
1: I have to sit here and do the math, but I must have been approximately 20 years old.
0: Okay. Did you grow up in Duluth?
1: I did. I'm, I'm from Duluth, grew up here, and, I, of course, I've traveled a lot as a magician. And in all my travels in magic, I could never count on being up here live on a Saturday night, which is gig night. Right. So I would always record the shows. And to this day, the only shows I've ever done live in 25 years are...
0: Those uh, biannual fund drives that they have. Right. Well, you know, people should know, uh, besides the fact you're uh, Dylan Aficionado and a collector and a mad obsessive, um, a bobcat, I guess they call you guys. But you are also have, as a magician, uh, a huge collection and a great interest and knowledge about Harry Houdini.
1: Yeah, even probably more so than Bob Dylan. I'm I'm considered one of the authorities on Houdini uh, in the country. I have a very, very large collection. At some point, I couldn't uh, afford to collect them both, so I kind of sold a lot of the memorabilia I had of Bob Dylan to the city of Hibbing, and that's, if you remember Zimmy's Restaurant, a lot of that came from me. And then the library has a large archive of books and records and things that came from me. And, of course, I kept, in some form or another, all the music so I continue my show and uh, and 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 still then it started again you know you're at a book sale and you see a Bob Dylan book oh, yeah, I used to have that maybe I'll get it again you know right, it, right. it just starts all over how many books have there been written about Bob Dylan I I you know I couldn't even give you an answer Paul I know I had a lot to there are a lot of uh, really obscure ones, everything from Ph.D. theses, uh, one by comes to mind by Betsy Bowden called Performed Literature, that, that Dylan's words don't mean a lot without being performed, because the true meaning comes through the performance, all the way to uh, lyric analysis of one album or one song, to biographies uh you know to the dylan's own autobiography chronicles uh just on and on and on they just keep coming out what is your favorite uh, dylan book my favorite book was probably Larry Sloman's book, uh, huh. you know, on on the road with Rolling Thunder and Ratso. Uh, Ratso, and he, and uh, as a matter of fact, uh, he called. I talked to him just the other day, and he is also sending one of his books autographed for the silent auction that'll be at my benefit. And and what a great guy, because we. He also wrote a book on Houdini.
0: Wow, I didn't know that. Yep. I think I ha- I do have that book. We've got John Bushy on. Longtime DJ on Highway 61, revisited on KUMD. He's got a benefit coming up on October 15th, Saturday night in Duluth uh, at the Rex Bar. tickets, John. in the Wallen Powell Radio Hour after these
2: messages. How to be a great dad in 15 seconds. Bike ride, go fish, walk in the park, phone call, milkshake, play catch, picnic, fly a kite, tell jokes, laugh, talk, read a story, tell a story, bumper car, swing set, bowling, pillow fight, cut loose, stay tight. Because the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Call 877-4DAD-411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
3: AM 950's annual get-together for like-minded progressives is back. Hi, it's Mike McEntee, and the Blue State Ball is March 10th at the Blaisdell in Minneapolis. And I will be there and look forward to talking with you, along with Tom Hartman, Norman Goldman, and, of course, our own Matt McNeil. Plus, expect lots of big-name political guests and candidates. VIP and general admission tickets are on sale now at am950radio.com. Join me, Matt, Norman, and Tom March 10th at the Blue State Ball.
0: The first sentence of his email said, I'd like to stay anonymous. And the second
2: sentence said, I'd like to donate a million dollars to the Global Good Fund. Where should I send the check?
4: I'm Tony Lloyd, and I'm the host of the brand new show, Social Entrepreneur. If you love stories that engage, inform, and inspire, you don't want to miss it. Join us every Monday from 7 to 8 a.m. right here on AM950, the progressive voice of Minnesota.
2: This is Bill McClesley, owner of IP House in Minneapolis. Does the thought of upgrading the computers at your office keep you up at night? Change can be overwhelming, especially when
0: it comes to technology. I started IP House with the mission of making technology simple. We provide tech support for businesses just like yours, managing the technical hurdles so you can sleep at night. If your technology has you worried, call us. IP House 612-337-6337. 612-337-6337.
5: Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul is a perfect choice for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week. Offering daily fresh seafood specials, fire-roasted meats, exquisite pizza, and half-priced bottles of wine on Mondays and Tuesdays, except on Excel Energy Center event nights. Once you experience their cozy fireside dining, extensive wine list, and bar, you'll be back for more. Gift certificates available located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking or online at downtownerwoodfire.com
4: the two gingers just can't get enough of Paul Metzah he's smooth yet strong a great mixer and very refreshing the two gingers are his biggest fans, they're at practically every bar, club and restaurant in Minnesota to see his shows and now they've taken to following Paul around the country, Texas New York, Nebraska you never know where you may find the two gingers just ask the bartender for them, two gingers whiskey What could happen?
0: You are back with the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is your host, Paul Metza. My guest for the whole show tonight, Mr. John Bushy. John has hosted a great radio show all about Bob Dylan called Highway 61 Revisited on KUMD in Duluth, 103.3 FM for the last 25 years. They're not uh, just going to honor John in his 25th anniversary on October 15th at the Rex Bar, but it's also a fundraiser because, John, you've been sick. Yeah, I, I've uh,
1: developed follicular lymphoma, which is a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, in 2004, and I've done pretty well. But the last three years have been a little rough, and uh, and as much as they wanted like uh, this to go to a cancer benefit, they'd already held one for me last year. And so I didn't want the money from this benefit to go to me. Uh, I just felt they'd already held one; that was enough. And so I chose, uh, you know, the charity of my choice, which was none other than uh, the, the the Duluth Dylan Fest. We put on a week long festival every year. Paul, they say Here. it's one of the greatest in the world. And that's what they say. And uh, and uh, by the way. Uh, a uh, big shout out to my friend Mark Perkansky who will be emceeing this 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 uh, benefit for Magic Mark, Magic Mark, and uh, he's got a lot of stories himself. And Mark will be coming up and emceeing the show, featuring a lot of music and hopefully some surprise guests. Uh, I'm hoping for uh, you know one of the two of us. And let's put it this way: I'm not a musician, so uh, we're hoping you can get up here, Paul. But uh, yeah, all them all the proceeds for this will go to help uh, put on a better fest. Each May in Duluth, so we can actually afford to pay the performers what they're worth and and and, and put on some truly great events. We have a real fun time up here.
0: Well, and uh, Magic Mark, who I've known since he was a teenager, I, first of all, I hope he drives his Delorean up. Maybe I'll maybe I'll uh, hook a ride with him. I'd li- like to take a ride <laughs> in that uh, in those wheels. But uh, Mark's also a magician.
1: Yeah, and, and we got connected years and years and years ago by a mutual friend of, uh, actually, a Bob Dylan's, uh, Lou Kemp. Okay. Lou Kemp gave me, uh, he
0: said, you got to meet this guy. He's like man, Lou Kemp is an old uh, Dylan... Boyhood chum, went to Camp yep. Herschel together in Wisconsin, the Jewish youth camp, and did he also uh, road manage the Rolling Thunder Review? Yes, he did. He yeah. was manager for Rolling Thunder. He was
1: also on the 74 tour, spent a lot of time with Bob in the late 80s, and uh, is currently authoring a book, uh, My, My Lifetime Friendship with Robert Zimmerman and Bob Dylan, because he considers them separate people almost.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that'll add to the stack of Dylan books that are already out there. Have you read Who Is That Man by David Dalton? I have not. That's one of my favorite Dylan uh, books. I I love the original Shelton biography. Yeah. Uh, But this is, I think, really nails who Dylan is and what he's been through um, in a really interesting way. You know, Tyson, the career with with the songs and the mindset and, uh, you know, the many shadows and patterns of uh, the great Bob Dylan, right? He's got so many personalities. Absolutely. Now, what is... I just want to talk about it for a little bit more because uh, you were doing really well and then you had a little bit of a throwback with your health, John, right?
1: Yeah, It, it in was 2013, I went through uh, chemotherapy at the Mayo Clinic, uh, kind of a clinical trial. Unfortunately, the remission didn't last, came back a year later, and then I went through a much harsher chemo and it only lasted four months. And then it, uh, they shot only, me through right? oh, only, yep, four only four months. <laughs> and then they shot me through two... More before they decided that weren't working, I better go through a stem cell transplant. And that should have been a good five years. Well, it only lasted seven months and it's already back. And <laughs> so uh, I like to think of it, Paul, as it's, it's put me through a lot, but at the same time, it's given me a much deeper appreciation of life. Uh, a deeper appreciation for what's important in life which are our friends and family and so i i really live every day to the most is as good as i can possibly feel uh and just enjoy it and go through it and of course uh as with many people that have been through ups or downs you know uh the certain music have, have helped get them through and Bob Dylan's music has certainly helped me
0: get through a lot of this. What are some of the songs you like to listen to, let's say after chemo, you're weak, sun's coming down, you're lying on the couch, just kind of well normal breathe, yeah, you know yeah.
1: breathing and getting through. Well, normally, Paul, I'll take a, a, a live concert, uh, you know, a bootleg per se, and I will go ahead and uh, throw that in and just enjoy Bob is I think Bob himself feels that that's where his, uh, you know, he, he makes the records just to get the music out, but that's a starting point, I think, for him. He likes to work the songs live and he's always changing and, and that's what I like to listen to or just some of those beautiful live recordings.
0: Well, he, he describes himself as a song and dance man. Absolutely. John, you have been playing Dylan bootlegged recordings for 25 years. Yes. Which is very cool. Every chance i would get to drive from Minneapolis back to my hometown up uh, virginia minnesota the queen city of the iron range i'd almost sometimes time it to either hear your show on the way up north or the way back down south you that's a, a great opportunity to be able to do that and i think the reason why they let you do it, when I say they, you know, Dylan's people, is that you do such a respectful job of it. Well, well thank you, Paul, and it indeed is my intent.
1: And, uh, you know, somewhere very early on in the game, uh, Columbia did call and try and try and stop the show and uh, a, another mutual friend uh, who I won't say who but uh, intervened and uh, we set up some ground rules and, and one of those is I, I, I don't invade his privacy I'm not playing his answering machine tape or right you know the Weberman interview or right. any of that, that strange stuff where Bob didn't know it was being recorded I just play, and I try to do justice to the to the wide variety of music he has played, both live. Uh, I play music that uh, of those he was influenced by, and those that he highly influenced. Right. Uh, I play cover versions, and uh, there's a lot of great cover versions, and there's some that are not so great. I've got to admit, I've played a couple of those uh, that are not so great, like Sebastian Cabot, a dramatic <laughs> reading of the
0: lyrics of Bob Dylan. You know, and didn't William Shanner, uh
1: William Shanner from Star Trek, Mr. Tambourine Man? I played that one to yeah I got, we, we got about three-fourths of the way through it and we got a phone call the police stop so
0: <laughs> from from the police yeah <laughs> John what uh, what I love about listening to it is I mean for 99.5% of us we'll never get a, a chance to listen to those shows unless number one you were there and number two you're in that uh, uh, the network that that passes those tapes around and not to make money, uh, I might add. As, as you've never done, you've never made a, a dime off of Bob Dylan. Yeah, correct. And in 92, you and I saw him live
1: at the uh, Orpheum Theater in, in Minneapolis. Right. And we were together, and we looked at each other, and we said, God, that guy can really play when he came out there and did Little Moses, if you remember. He's, one
0: of, the, he's one of the
1: best acoustic guitar players oh. out there. But I chose one from that album, and it's actually uh, uh, Froggy court. All right, let's check it out.
6: Frog went a cordon and he did ride. Frog uh-huh. went a cotton and he did ride uh uh-huh. Frogway in a cotton and he did ride with a sword and a pistol by his side uh uh-huh. he rode right up to Miss Mousy's door uh-huh. He rode right up to Miss Mousy's door uh-huh. He rode right up to Miss the music Mousy's dog gave three loud raps in a very big roller.
5: Supporting the best local and independently owned restaurants in the Twin Cities has never been easier. You'll find an expansive list of local dining options at EatLocalMinnesota.com, from classic American comfort food to authentic flavors from around the world. Experience cozy fireside dining at the Downtowner Woodfire Grill in St. Paul, specializing in fresh seafood, fire-roasted meats, and pizzas all cooked over an oak-burning fire, and salads and sandwiches, too. Join them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner seven days a week, located at 253 West 7th Street with plenty of free parking, or online at downtownerwoodfire.com. Burger Mose is the perfect neighborhood gathering spot before and after Excel Center events or anytime. Offering 20 fresh, never-frozen burger varieties, more than 60 beers on tap, and happy hours twice daily, Burger Mose is located at 242 West 7th Street in St. Paul with plenty of free parking and online at burgermose.com.
3: The Blue State Ball is back. Hi, it's Mike McEntee. AM 950's annual get-together of like-minded progressives is March 10th at the Blaisdell in Minneapolis. And I will be there and look forward to talking with you. But we've got much bigger stars on the program. The voices you hear here every day, Tom Hartman, Norman Goldman, and of course, our own Matt McNeil. Plus, expect lots of big-name political guests and candidates. It's always a great time, and tickets are on sale now at am950radio.com. Come join us and celebrate the resistance and the excitement building towards the 2018 elections. General admission is just $35 and gets you in at 7 p.m. Or come early at 5.30 p.m. with a VIP ticket for $100. Drop by and say hi to me, Matt, Norman, and Tom. The Blue State Ball is March 10th. Get tickets at am950radio.com and be part of the progressive voice of Minnesota.
4: The two gingers just can't get enough of Paul Metzah. He's smooth, yet strong. A great mixer and very refreshing. The Two Gingers are his biggest fans. They're at practically every bar, club and restaurant in Minnesota to see his shows. And now they've taken to following Paul around the country. Texas, New York, Nebraska. You never know where you may find the Two Gingers. Just ask the bartender for them. Two Gingers Whiskey. What could happen?
0: With your AM950 weather, I'm Sam Turnberg. Tonight will be mostly clear with a low around minus 4. Windchill values will be as low as minus 15. Tomorrow will be sunny
2: with a high near 18. And Monday, expected to be partly sunny with a high near 16. Ambibulous is a brand new store with their grand opening today until 10 p.m. Ambibulous is a Minnesota maker's market selling only Minnesota-made beer, wine, and spirits. Ambibulous means one who enjoys alcoholic beverages of all sorts. If that sounds like you, check them out at 949 Hennepin Avenue East in Northeast Minneapolis or online at www.ambibulousmn.com.
0: You're back with the wall of power, Radio Walmart. This is your host, Paul Metza. My guest for the entire show tonight, a legendary Twin Ports DJ by the name of John Bushy. John has hosted his own show, Highway 61 Revisited, on KUMD, the college station, uh, out of UMD in Duluth, Minnesota, on 103.3 FM for 25 years. John, when you are... You know, 25 years times 52 weeks, that's a lot of shows. I'm sure there's probably a few reruns, but that's a lot of shows. Yeah, we were trying to calculate the number. And
1: with my health, I've had an occasional friend fill in. um, You know, uh, my friend's Greg Schweitzer filled in for a while. Then ironically, he passed away of cancer. Wow. And and another one of my friends had done a few shows. But uh, basically on and off for the 25 years I've been right here at the helm and uh, found a way somehow most weeks to get up here and record it and just had an absolute blast. It's kind of my... uh, uh, people always ask me, oh, that was a great theme. I go, what theme? I said, I just woke up and said, what do I want to hear today and brought it up. That's exactly what I
0: was going to ask you, John, because, you know, I have a, a weekly radio show. And today I have to tape for tomorrow. It's Sunday. And I'm making phone calls to see who's available. Now, I've got options. But sometimes you've got to wait for the inspiration to hit. I imagine sometimes this is the night before for you, Right. Sometimes it's the morning of. Yeah. And sometimes
1: it's, uh, I'll, I'll have an idea for spewing for weeks. And I'll finally manage to go find the right interview segments, uh, you know, and find the right songs that match those interview segments. And and actually put a whole, I I did a whole show one time on the relationship between Bob and the Beatles. And that took me a long time to find all the Beatles comments on Bob Dylan. uh, Because I have them all in different interviews. And uh, to find, you know, Bob, you know covering the live versions that he's done after george died of something or right or and so so sometimes sometimes you're right it takes a long time and other times you just wake up and say what do i want to hear today and sometimes, sometimes there's no theme at all i just go play what i feel like playing
0: because you're like a rolling stone john bushy
1: well you, you know you know paul it's actually <laughs> I, I i it's absolutely absolutely true paul thank you i also view it as uh but i do it old fashioned right I, I, it's like an it's like i'm like an artist i'm in there actually not just pulling a track off a CD. I'm listening to the track, and as the mood of that track strikes me, I I start to think, what should go next? What should go next? And so I actually still do this show old fashioned, uh, not just pulling a bunch of tracks and throwing them together, but actually listening to my show as I do
0: it. There was a fellow by the name of Larry Monroe. He worked at KUT in Austin, Texas for years. He had a a blues show, Blue Monday, and then a, a more of a singer-songwriter show that I was uh, honored to be on called Segway City. But that guy would do a three-hour show and take you on a journey. Wow. You listen to the whole show. Uh, i be driving with my buddies in Austin, Texas, one of my, you know, my second favorite town in the world. And uh, he would just create this this mood and this three-hour journey. You'd go along for the ride. You could stop at a bar, have a beer, uh shot of whiskey get back in the car and he'd be deeper into that journey it's like like how the mississippi right starts really small up in bemidji and then just the farther you go south the bigger it gets well it's got to be you must feel good that that uh even though you, you you you've been sick if this radio station was knocked down tomorrow for a new walmart Thank God! Thank God! It's not going to be, but it's the way of the world these days. That you've created 25 years uh, and just an incredible legacy of Dylan information and and uh, good vibes and love out there for 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 your listeners.
1: You, you know that. I don't know why, Paul, but that reminds me of one of my my favorite stories. I was out in New York. We were uh, with a bunch of magicians touring the village, and they were trying to show me. Spots that they knew where where Dylan had performed, you right. know, the, where the Cafe Wa was, and, and Gertie's, and all these places. We sure. went into a little record store called Village Records. And, and they said, this guy sells, uh, you, know, you know, the bootleg recordings. And, I, on,
0: do you remember, was that on 8th Street? I, I don't remember where okay. it was,
1: but I, but I do remember that I've never boughten. You know, I always just trade or get... Right, right, But anyway, I went in, I just wanted to see what they had, and I asked if they had any unofficial recordings, and he kind of looked at me strange. I said, oh, uh, you know, I'm looking for the, the kind of like live material, right. you know, bootlegs, and he goes, are you John Bushy? Really? I'm going, what? Yeah, yes, I am. Why? How how you know me? And he goes, well, we do have some bootlegs, and they're right here. They're of your radio show. Oh, man. And I I was shocked. I mean, you know, they were cheaper than all the other records, which uh, that's a little depressing. But, hey, (laughs) what what are you going to do? But uh, I've been called by university professors that wanted to get more shows because they use them in their classes. Um, And it's just been, uh, ever since it started streaming over the Internet, it's kind of taken on a new thing. I still get a lot of... uh, emails and or letters that are some on the strange side, you know, like, uh, you know, Hey, I'm in a band. Can you ask Bob if we can open for him? <laughs> uh, all the way up to, uh, you know, I, I should I, never I, have sent <laughs> that to you. John. Right, right, right. <laughs> <laughs> all the way, all the way up to, you know, it, it said, I think Bob and I should be married. Can you introduce us? Right. You know, all the way to the really kind letters that, Hey, your show has meant so much to me over the years. And, uh, I just wanted to say thank you. And, and many people showed up at my cancer benefit last year that I didn't even know, and I was trying to figure out where do I know this person from, and they would finally say, you know, you don't know me, I've just heard your show for years, and I just want to say thank you, and come and support you, and it's meant a great deal uh, to me, uh, you know, because to me, it's just about sharing a, a,
0: right. a passion. Right, well, that's that's pretty sweet, I I remember well, it's the, ma- the power and the magic of radio, too, even though it's in a... Uh, You know, not uh, 100,000 watts of light and sound here, KUMB does reach out. And like you said, now with the Internet, people, I'm sure you get uh, probably messages from all over the world.
1: Yeah, yeah. We actually had a call in one time from, from uh, during the pledge drive from Sweden.
0: <laughs> there were, there, yeah,
1: sure. There was a slight language barrier, but we finally got out of him that he wanted to send us an MP3 of his band doing a Dylan cover. So he did. And, and you know, Ziegler and I will try anything. It was, in a, it was in Swedish. So we said the first person to call in and name this tune gets a free CD because it was in another language and and we put it on and it it took a few minutes, but somebody called in and it was
0: tomorrow is a long time. I had the pleasure of presenting in concert a guy named Toda, who is a Swedish blues singer. He was, I believe, I'm going to say late 60s, but he was very well regarded and he could really play American and Chicago blues. I mean, he sounded like the real deal until you started to chat with him. Then he's got that lovely Swedish accent. And he was, on his last tour, he went up, and I know he visited Hibbing. Did he play at the auditorium, high school auditorium? I'm not sure. But I had him, I worked with the American Swedish Institute, and we had him at Famous Dave's. And he was uh, suffering from cancer and only had about six weeks left. And, in fact, we picked him up. He was lying down between sets. Uh... And I forget what version he did, what Dylan sung. But it was so powerful. And you realize the international influence and effect that Bob Dylan has had all around the world.
1: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, another, another quick story. There was a guy that a friend of mine that was stationed at the embassy in Moscow when he was in the military. And he would go out on weekends and try and negotiate, you know, because it was all negotiation with a little shop owner right. on what you pay for stuff. Right. And uh, the guy said, "Where are you? You know, where were you from?" And he's like, uh, "I'm from Duluth, Minnesota." He goes, "Bob Dylan from Duluth, you know?" Wow. And by God, that guy actually came over here when my friend was out of the military and visited. Really. All the way from Russia. So it, Dylan has definitely touched people all over the world and. Uh, yeah, you know, one of my more embarrassing moments is, unfortunately, Paul, due to you.
0: <laughs> what? what I, can I apologize ahead of
1: time? Uh, yeah, yeah, well, no apologies needed. But okay. You were playing Hemming High School Auditorium, I think. Right before Gene, it might have been either Maria Muldauer or Jean Lafon in the Wild Unknown. I think it was Maria Muldaur. Okay, you were you were you were playing a set uh, right before her, and you actually talked about uh, this great radio show that has meant so much to you over all the years. And <laughs> I yeah, and I, I remember you saying, "I don't know how that guy gets by with playing all those bootlegs." <laughs> and I I sunk down in my chair like you know nobody knew me, but right, right. but uh, I, I I greatly appreciate have appreciated all your support. And all your the times that you've told me when you've uh, oh, I traveled through town just to hear your show and, and thank you, Paul, for for all that. That's meant a lot to me well, as well.
0: You're welcome, John. But thank you because uh, number one, I've just love great radio, and uh, a lot of my growing up in the Iron Range, a lot of my first radio influences were Duluth uh, radio station W E B C. Yeah. 1550, wasn't it, A.M.? Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, but you got to realize when I was 10 years old, 1965, you could hear Like a Rolling Stone. You could hear Stevie Wonder. You could hear, hear the Beatles. You could hear uh, Simon and Garfunkel, Ray Charles, uh, James Brown. It was amazing how golden that era was, non-retrospect. But but it's guys like you, John Bushy, that, that really keep the integrity and uh radio and also uh your shows are really damn interesting
1: well, well well thank you again when you've read like all the biographies and you've read uh you know so many books and you've read read everything you can you've listened to everything you can you've heard the uh, many of the interviews and all of a sudden you know once in a while I'll say oh I, I remember him interviewing about that one time well which interview was that and I can actually, narrow it down pretty quickly and go dig it out and pull things for shows and I, you know, I like to have themes uh, there's a, a local gentleman that has uh, for many many years for, for nearly uh, 10 or 12 years that's every Saturday he plans his uh, to go out to his art studio and that's when he does his painting huh and uh, I've had, uh, I'm putting together a show right now for my own 25th anniversary. And that will be interviewing people that have heard my shows for 20 or more years and what the show has meant to them. And the biggest thing that we've come out of this whole thing, Paul, is that it's not so much about the music, but about bringing people with a similar interest in a similar music together. And we've all become friends.
0: Yeah, and it's that uh, the great electronic campfire. Yeah. that We love sitting around. You know, I mean, that's how civiliz- civilization started. You know, the cave people came out of the caves. The first thing they had to do is start a fire to warm up, and the next thing uh, they did was started telling stories to each other. Yeah. Like, why are we living in this cave? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, John Bushy, we're at the end. Uh, the third set of the Wall of Power Radio Hour. Uh, tell us in 15 seconds or less what... We are going to listen to now by Bob Dylan. We're going to listen to the song "My Back
1: Pages," and this is the version uh, that uh, has got everybody on it—from from George Harrison to Neil Young to Bob Dylan to just everybody. Uh, it's a fantastic uh, live version uh, from the ninety uh, from the ninety
0: three release to concert celebration. And one of his greatest songs. I've been honored to cover "My Back Pages," Bob Dylan on the Wall of Power Radio.
4: Did you just look down at your phone? You did it again, didn't you? You know, you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel. And a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds. At 55 miles per hour, that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage. Turn it off. Trust me. Whatever it
0: is, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration.
5: Northeast Minneapolis is known for its creativity, and you'll know exactly why when you eat at Hazel's Northeast. Their creatively prepared comfort food will have you coming back week after week. Breakfasts like biscuits and gravy, granola pancakes, and brisket hash. For lunch, homemade soup, and one of the best Rubens in town. And don't miss the daily risotto or Chef Ali's ever-changing dinner specials. Come on in. Bring the whole family. Hazel's Northeast delivers real good food. Family owned at 29th and Johnson in Minneapolis.
2: Tom Harmon here, letting you know that better energy is finally affordable. With All Energy Solar, Minnesota's number one
1: local home solar provider, you can go solar with little or no money down. Qualified property
3: owners could even see a return on investment in less than one year. Excel Energy's Solar Rewards Incentive Program is available first come, first serve, and federal tax credits are available for a very limited time. Schedule your free solar assessment today. Visit
2: allenergysolar.com. That's allenergysolar.com. Save more with Liberty Mutual Insurance.
3: Hey, what are you doing up here on the roof? I want to tell the world I just met the woman of my dreams. What about you? I want to tell the world that Liberty Mutual saved me $782. Liberty did what? They saved me $782.
2: Oh, you go first then. $782 really puts finding love into perspective. Visit us online to get a quote and you could save $782. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide new customer survey, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company, Equal Housing Insurer.
0: We're back with the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This is the fourth set. This is your host, Paul Metz. And my guest for the whole show tonight, a genius DJ who's been doing a Bob Dylan show called Highway 61 revisited on KUMD in Duluth for the last 25 years. They're celebrating a show honoring him on Saturday, October 15th at the Rex Barth Fiskers Complex. 8 p.m. to midnight. Tickets at JohnBushyCelebration.eventbrite.com. John, you must really enjoy or have enjoyed what I consider to be some of Dylan's greatest work in the last 10 or 12 years, and that's his radio show. Absolutely. I love it. Tell us about... when you started listening to bob because i mean he's like he's got his dj chops down and you know he's got a writer or two but you know uh a lot of that material his jokes his stories that that's right from from that crazy head of his
1: oh yeah and and it's just phenomenal uh you know for i i don't know why paul but for some reason he is one of those artists where some people cannot get enough. They want uh, they want to hear his voice. They want him to say something. He's never been known to talk a lot in concerts, and they want more from him right. than he seems uh, willing to give. And I think that's part of what creates such a high demand. You know, for when he does say something. Uh, you know, I remember the crowd cheering when, when he actually said, uh, "From Duluth with Paul Simon." He said, "I was born up on that hill there, and I'm glad to see it's still there."
0: Right, and then didn't he tell a joke about
1: Mimi? Yeah, he said, "Yeah, my first girlfriend was from here, and she was so conceited, I used to call her Mimi." <laughs> <laughs> He's got that borscht
0: belt thing down, absolutely. But yeah, He's long in a, a line of great American Jewish comedians. You oh, know, absolutely. Yeah, well, I mean, you listen to you know some of the stuff. You know, we both listened to that early stuff. He was, uh, you know, chaplin asking in his movements. You can't hear it on the tapes, but that's what, how everybody describes him, Dave Van Ronk and others. But he had a hilarious stage rap.
1: Absolutely. And people say it was uh, it was magical and it, it was it was charismatic and, and people just, you, you couldn't take your eyes off him. And he had something, um, you know, some people said, well, he wasn't the best singer, he wasn't the best guitar player. But when you put it all together and you listen to what he was writing, that was it. You know, you knew. And, and Joan Baez, I remember hearing an interview with her where she said, oh, this guy was going to be huge. And the second I saw him, I knew they were right.
0: And he was... Twenty-one years old back then. Yeah, when everybody was getting hip to his thing. Yeah. Well, he's. Um, what I love about Bob Dylan, if you you know, when I heard the very first LP of his, Bob Dylan. Now I'd heard him on the radio, uh, the electric stuff, but when I heard that. Realizing he was 21 years old when he did that with John Hammond, he didn't really realize at the time you are also hearing Blind Lemon Jefferson, right. Johnny Cash, and Woody Guthrie through this uh, 21-year-old guy. And, yep. and his voice, too. He sounded like he was 65. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which is, uh, I've always found intriguing. Wait, wait, that's what drew the young Paul Metza into into him. There's kind of been periods, though, John, uh, that you weren't that enthused about what Bob was doing. and, And what periods were they? Well, you know, everybody's got their personal favorites or their not favorites. And Tell us your not favorite first.
1: My, well, my, my probably my least favorite was at first. You know, this is, has changed yeah, right. with the, the 78, 79, 80. Gospel thing. Well, yeah, but even the one before that, Street Legal and everything. Okay. But I've come to really, uh, really love that, that stuff right now. There are some truly great songs. And as far as his television performances go, which are not noted as being... Bob looking that comfortable. Uh, his appearance on Saturday Night Live when he's saying, I believe in you is one of the most heartfelt versions you could ever possibly. I mean, it's just, it blows my mind to think about it. And uh, Street Legal has become one of my favorite albums, uh, thanks in part to Mark Perkansky, who really turned me on to that one. And so it just it just keeps changing, and uh, you know I, I like every aspect. You know the early Dylan, the acoustic. I like the uh, you know the electric, the the trio of many people have put it one of the best trios of albums ever released. You know, bringing it all back home, Highway sixty one and Blonde on Blonde, and uh, we have uh, just so much, so many different periods, uh, and again his recent stuff too. It's great.
0: Now what about? Wasn't Street Legal, was that the one that was dedicated to Larry Keegan? Yes, I believe it was. Yeah, who and Larry became a very good friend of mine, old childhood buddies of Bob Dylan's. You've got a Larry Keegan show coming up, too, don't you, on Highway 61 Revisited? We do. We're working on one, on interviewing several people, including yourself,
1: on uh, on uh, kind of a dedicating a show to, to Bob's old friend, Larry Keegan.
0: Well, Larry, for those of... Uh, p- for those people that don't know, was uh, you know they they met at uh, Camp Herzl, but then Larry got and they were very close, uh, both musicians, uh, loved the same kind of music, uh, growing up in the fifties, and then Larry got in a diving accident. He's nineteen, lost the use of his legs, and then about ten years later or so, got in a car accident in Mexico, ran into a tree, and uh, lost the use of uh, everything from his from his neck down, but was one of the most powerful, dignified men I'd ever met.
1: And I have heard that from almost everybody that knew him.
0: He would come in a room with his held, uh, head held high and with his, his uh, fellows that used to help, I he used to call him his Mexican Mafia because he had to be, you know, helped dressed and and showered and put in a van and uh, got, you know, get on the road and do what it, you know everything he did he was just as active in his way as you and i put together
1: absolutely and uh, in many a year he would get to go on the road with bob for a couple of weeks at a time and travel with him throughout the years
0: and he was always bob's guest he uh i met him for the first time in 1990 and we got to be really good friends and uh, he was able to get me some passes to some great shows there uh, in the early '90s. I owe him a huge debt of gratitude. I'll look forward to talking with about Larry Keegan to my guest John Bushy, who's got a great show on Highway Six. Call Highway sixty one revisited on KUNB in Duluth one hundred three point three FM. John, quickly, we've got about a minute left here. I want you're gonna you got another song you want to play at the end. I said. What do you think at the end of the day if somebody put a gun in your head and said, what does Bob Dylan mean in this crazy world of ours?
1: I, I that uh, They'd have to shoot me because I don't think I could answer that, Paul. It means one thing one day and something else the next day. And, and he has done that to me through much of my life and my journey uh, through his music. Uh, I don't feel like I know him at all. I've never met him. Uh, I've had people accuse me of knowing him uh, You know, with, the, with what I do on the radio show I can maybe understand why But uh, bottom line is that I just do not know what he means uh, It changes every single day
0: For me, I remember hitchhiking From Virginia to Hibbing Looking at that little house on 7th Avenue That stucco house The man that walked out of that door In 1959 Went, not only changed American culture But changed around the world John Bushy Thanks for taking the time to chat today on the Wall of Power Radio Hour. And thank you, Paul, uh, so much for having me. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Jen. Thanks for listening to the Wall of Power Radio Hour. This show is produced by Paul Metza, engineered by Brad Canaver, recorded at the Minneapolis Media Institute. John Bushy on KUMD.org, Saturdays and Mondays at 5 o'clock. Remember to be kind and make someone happy.